you're listening to The Nature Connection Show on Natural Health Radio with Sarah Turner of Essentially Flowers Training and Moonflower Essences. Your weekly connection direct to the heart of nature. Welcome everybody, welcome to today's Nature Connections show. My name is Sarah Estelle Turner and welcome also to Shelley Sishton, my guest today. This is a very first of a special series that um, I'm going to be doing on Nature Connections shows with healers who are also entrepreneurs. Now, you may know But in case you don't, I have a growing passion to not only help as many people as possible learn about the healing gifts of nature um, under the guise of flower essences, but also many other ways of healing that nature gifts us with. But also, once we have those gifts, once once we know how that feels to embrace the gifts of nature in our bodies, how do we pass it on? How do we share it through our own lives and businesses? And how do we also sustain ourselves and our families through those gifts? So um, I'm delighted, truly delighted to welcome you today, Shelley, as, as my first guest on this, this new series. So let me just share with everybody just a little bit about you. So Shelley's passion is to bring the wisdom, spirit and energy of flowers and nature alive in totally unique ways and to help us all appreciate the importance of this connection for the future well-being of life on earth. Shelley is a flower essence producer. She writes stories about the wisdom of nature with animals as the stars and grows beautiful vibrant British flowers in season on her flower farm. How lovely, Shelley. So a big welcome to you. Thank you, Sarah. What a delightful introduction. (laughs) (laughs) All true, all true. Yeah, so... Thank you. So can you share with everybody how you first began to work with flowers? What was, where was the starting point for you? Uh, The starting point was over 25 years ago now. A friend introduced me to the bush flower essences and I was on a personal uh, healing journey at the time. Uh, One step led to another, and I was intrigued, having a sceptical mind at the time, intrigued by the um, effect of the bush flowers on my mind, body, and uh, growing connection with my soul. So I found a course um, with a lady called Claire Harvey, I studied a two-year diploma in flower essences, and that was my stepping stone into what I now do. I practiced for many years as a flower essence consultant in private practice. I ran a retreat for a number of years, teaching about flower essences, um, running workshops, one-day courses, one-to-one in-depth retreats. And then I had... um, I had a feeling to step back from all of that, to uh, take a quick review of everything, or or rather uh, a soul-guided review. And uh, from that place, uh, flower essences still as the foundation, 
and the heart of what I do, there was guidance to create um, English garden flower essences. We live in a beautiful space in a very rural location surrounded by farmland in Kent in the United Kingdom. We've lived here for almost 15 years and I'd made uh, odd flower essences in the garden here but it was a couple of years ago the flowers really begin began to sing out and over 100 flower essences from the garden wow. in our two acres were were born and came into creation with the nature spirits and the help of our border collies too who are my expert helpers and uh, they came together in various guises. There's a lovely range of English garden essences. Can, may I ask, were you one of those people at the beginning? Because I noticed this in students that come on my flower essence diploma. Those of them that say, well, I don't want to create flower essences often usually become the ones that have these amazing ranges. Were you one of those people too? Oh, totally. I was the last. When I, when I studied with the, with the flowers and worked with them in private practice over the years, um, like yourself, training with the bush flowers, the Alaskan flowers, Pacifics, wild earth animal essences, ranges from all over the world, from pristine nature conditions, my... Um, Again, my, my, my calling from the flowers was like, is this, is this right? Flowers on my doorstep? And it was actually the last thing I thought I would be doing. But very, very, very magical journey of creating with the garden here and working with the seasons right up close. I, I'm outside all the time anyway with, with three very active border collies and spend a great part of my life outdoors. But being that close, watching the flowers through the seasons and um, you know, working with spring flowers, blossom flowers, British annuals that grow only in summer, then autumn flowers, and then even flowers that um, we have them in the UK that are um, winter focused, like helium. Yeah, I love winter flowers. That's yes. so special. Special energy, absolutely. Yeah. And very long lasting and very grounding flowers, actually. Yeah guided with light through the darkness so it was um a, a wonderful magical calling from nature and also the the, the feel or the 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 guidance that came with it was very much you know my own experience as i said was working with flower essences that wonderful producers have created from parts of the world that are extremely wild from the you know um heartlands of Alaska and the bushlands of Australia, for example, where hardly any humans are found. And it is just pure nature and the producer often that is, is the sole human contact with, with nature there. Yeah. So I, I, my part of my reason for not my, my reason, nature's reason, I feel for calling me to work with the garden flowers was to, bring people's attention to the wisdom that's right on their doorstep, that's right in front of us, that nature really, really, really wants us all now to wake up to not just the, the wild, pristine aspects of nature that do hold incredible wisdom, but everything in nature does. From a blade of grass that you brush past in the morning to 
a shrub that you walk past to an oak tree that you might sit under everything every aspect of nature is there waiting with a frequency with a healing quality with um, part of its healing library uh, ready for us to engage with um, and it's it's part of what I call nature's nature's healing library and it's nature's healing intelligence that's there for us to translate and in translation, I mean to, to be able to listen to it. And so listening and working with flowers on my doorstep was an absolute delight. And that led on to, um, I'd always felt a farmer lived in me somewhere and it coincided with me finding out about flower farming in the UK. It's uh, been around for quite a number of years now, but it's in the last five years has the focus on uh, what they call grown, not flown. So flowers that are grown in the UK organically from seed have become um, very fashionable. But more than I, my particular interest in it was also to bring the essence and spirit and wisdom of flower essences to life for people to engage with. So that it's one thing looking at, for example, um, a flower essence in a bottle is my cosmos essence. And it's lovely to show a beautiful picture of the flower and um, get people to feel the energy in the bottle. It's a very different thing to actually engage somebody with the flower itself. Wow. And when you have, this is one of my poses. For anybody listening to the audio only, Shelley's now showing us a beautiful pose of flowers from her garden and that lovely cosmos. Full of wisdom. And cosmos is, it comes in different colours. can be from, uh, from white through different shades of pink. The particular one I'm showing now is a magenta pink with petals, large petals radiating out and a daisy shape from the centre with a golden center golden heartland in the center and it's something else i discovered when i created um the flower farm and planted over 20 different types of british annuals annual flowers from sweet peas to calendulas to nigellas to larkspurs to to cosmos to astrantia to feverfew all types of daisies many different flowers that um, when people came in, just popped in, for example, and would find me working in the garden, they would stop and it would take their breath away. And they would just want to sit and be with the flowers. And, and I began as well to create um, poses that I would put together intuitively. And I would just put a handful of poses outside my garden gate for anybody passing, we're in, we're in a very rural area, so there isn't much passing traffic. But uh, whenever I put them out, um, they would all sell. And I, I knew the way I was putting the posies together, I was bringing in my own knowledge of the wisdom of flowers and what each flower offered. So I might put, um, sometimes blending by colour, but sometimes by the qualities of the flowers, or both. And it was interesting to me to then hear from neighbours later on or um, people who might stop me if they'd been walking the dogs by to say, oh, I bought your pink posy. And I, you know, and knowing what was going on in their life and what they were experiencing, I knew on a deep level 
why they were called by their soul to pick that particular posy. Or, oh, I love, I love your orange ones. And again, uh, for example, one of my neighbours was going through a very difficult time after her um, a very unexpected divorce and bringing up three young children on her own. And she was always drawn to particular flowers, and which I knew held particular energy. And she said, I just hold your flowers to my heart and I feel better. And she knows nothing about flower essences, mm. nothing about the wisdom of nature. And you know, that's okay. The fact is, she just says, I feel better mm. when I look at your flowers and when I hold them, I'm instinctively holding them to her heart. Well, we don't know. We don't need to, do we? And in mm. fact, it was one of Dr. Batcher's wishes, didn't, wasn't it? That, that, I mean, he was talking about essences per se, but actually that, yeah. We can all avail of this lovely healing system and, and yeah. flowers that grow in nature. Everybody has access to, almost everybody has access to, yeah. even if it's just through photos on the wall or in books. Yes, exactly. And I have a saying, flowers speak a language our soul understands. We don't need to know what, what they do. And as my, my practice, when I before I had the flower farm, um, my practice... In my practice with flower essences, I, I began to ask less questions. I would just listen to people, let them speak, because most often people just want to have somebody to listen to them and not analyse things and ask them questions and sort out the problem. I would listen to people and then simply show them pictures of flowers and say, which one's cool to you? And instinctively, they would choose their own blend. And that was part of the reason for beginning the flower farm so that I could engage people in a very physical way with, the, with live flowers, with the flowers themselves, and a way of engaging them then with, well, there's a, there's a bigger picture to the flower than just what you're seeing. There's a reason why you are called to that particular flower. Mm-hmm. And I've also been uh, growing a network with other lovely flower growers and produced you know um and, and florists in the uk and what's fascinating to me is just put little messages out through instagram for example through facebook and it's interesting to me the number of people that come and want to know more and that again was part of my my own desire to share the essence and spirit of nature in in ways just beyond, again, showing people a flower essence in a bottle, to engage people with the spirit of nature. And, if, and, and people do want to know. People want to know. Mm. Beautiful. Mm, so beautiful. I also, I also find, sorry, Sarah, I also find that the, um, I have another expression, because I do talk about flower medicine very openly, but I qualify medicine as that which connects you, mind, body, heart, with your soul. So it's that which brings that connection to your own soul self, but it's also to the, to the mind of nature, to the spirit and the heart of nature. Mm-hmm. That's the medicine that I feel, personally, we are looking for collectively as humanity. And when I talk about helping, introducing people to the essence and and spirit and wisdom that's in nature, 
I do believe that in doing so, it is important for the future of humanity because there are essential connections that are missing at the moment. It's essential medicine connections that we are missing, this connection with an understanding of the greater part of ourselves. And it's, it's there. It's sitting there in nature. Yeah. And the flowers and the trees and the grasses and everything all over the world are there calling to us now so if i can in my own way bring that to people's attention and in just spark somebody's curiosity just to ask some more questions or just to begin to look outside the box of combined thinking and i as you know you and i have talked in the past my own mind was firmly stuck in the camp of this is all woo woo and i'm not going to listen to any of it and here i am now teaching people that there is this extraordinary library of intelligence and energy sitting there in nature for us to work with yeah and it's 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 where i believe as well our authenticity comes from because you came from that more uh mind-based background in your former life before you discovered flower essences and um yeah it's a very powerful place i think the people because uh, there are many of you, it's not my own background, but there are many people in the healing world who have come from a more um, mind-based uh, occupation or the way they grew up. And But but when we put the two together, mm. amazing things happen. And you are proof of that, Shelley. It's lovely. And that's really what I was just going to say earlier on. It's just lovely to see how your work has evolved because you and I have known each other for quite a few years. And we've you know, experienced um, parts of our, our journeys have kind of twisted in and out, and it's lovely to see you doing this now. Yes. Very beautiful. Yes, yes. Mm. And it's a joy, an absolute joy to another, you know, to hear. I'm showing again another. In this, it, it's so lovely to give people a, a bunch of flowers, mm. knowing the wisdom that's in here. And for example, back to Cosmos. Beautiful magenta flower. Cosmos. So tell us about Cosmos. Cosmos I mean, if, if you can't see the flower right now, just, can you describe it, Shelley? It's a, a large daisy-shaped flower with bright magenta petals and um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight petals and um, a bright golden centre. And this is very much a flower for inspiration. So it's for creativity, for opening, for inspiration of any kind. I take this when I'm writing, when I want to connect with big ideas. It kind of takes you beyond the boundaries and looking small. Wonderful flower for that. Mm. And around the corner here we have um, calendula. Again, it's a daisy-like flower mm. radiating myriad of orange petals radiating from a, an orange center and calendula i call it calendula because it's very much a flower that brings you an energy, an energy of oh that feels better it lifts you out of a dark space mm. just lifts you and lightens you up mm -hmm. and we have here sweet pea my particular this is a magenta colored sweet pea gorgeous and magenta peas again Whenever I put these out in posies, if I don't have these in posies at my garden gate, they don't sell as well. And this particular flower has an energy of joy. It, it uplifts you. 
up to the stars, very joyful flower and just bouncing along and childlike joyful energy. Mm. And then in the middle, there's a lovely flower here, which I will take out, which looks like, to me, it looks like a portal. This is Nigella. Mm. It's a white flower. Again, it seems to grow in layers and it's got these little petals, delicate petals that radiate from out from the center. And the center looks as if it's standing up like an antennae. And this flower is very much about moving forward, moving through a doorway that perhaps you need to walk through and leave the past behind you. Mm -hmm. So there's all in little outstretched, wonderfully shaped radiating leaves that like draw in energy to the center, mm -hmm. encouraging you to move forward. Mm -hmm. So how lovely to put in calendula, nigella, sweet pea, and then a bit of cosmos into a posy. So when I put, for example, just those few flowers together, I know I'm giving somebody the energy to feel better, to feel joy, to feel inspiration and to move forward. And as you say, they don't need to, you don't need to have any words. No, no. And they, they don't need to know that. They just choose them oh. and the flowers do the work oh. themselves. Oh. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful. So thank you for sharing those with us. Um, it's very, very beautiful to hear and, and to to hear how you bring them together, but also to get the visuals as well. So um, anybody who's watching or listening, I should say, to the audio only, you can uh, find this um, this particular video if you want the visuals as well on YouTube. So just tap it, type in the details and you'll, you'll be able to watch the visuals as well. So tell us a little bit about the storyteller in you, Shelley. The storyteller has always been there from school days when I used to write plays and act them out at school and get my, my school friends to do that too. And my father was a, told me great stories when I was a child. Mm -hmm. um, to uh, a few years ago, I started to write down stories. And then again, it sort of coincided with the last couple of years of uh, feeling it was time to start getting some of them out there. So I have published my first little book, which is called How the Fox Got Her Gloves. Lovely. Congratulations. Lovely. Has a lovely illustration here by a lady called Stephanie Wood. But I know some people will be listening to this. <laughs> uh, little picture of a fox here surrounded by fox gloves. And the idea here is um, I just write the stories I've always had a love of animals and it came very naturally to make animals the stars of the stories. And each story has a different collection of animals in it from all over the world. But this particular story has um, foxes and badgers and bunny rabbits. And uh, Fifi the fox is a master weaver of nature. And if I just read you a couple of little extracts about her, that she understands that nature is alive with music and song that nature's alive with vibrant, bubbly singing energy. She knew that the daisies in the field around the cows sang their own special I'm feeling alive song in their own special way. And the buttercups in the far corner where the sheep lived sang a different song, but one that was just as joyful. It was the same for the oak tree at the top of the hill where she lay with her bunny friends while they ate their dinners. What a deep, rich tone the oak tree sanging offering much needed rest and relaxation for the creatures who nestled into its mighty trunk for shelter and relaxation. 
So I kind of, knowing, knowing what I know to be true about nature, I write it and again people can think it's fiction or just take it as a nice story. But I know in my heart of hearts what I'm telling people is what's really going on in nature. Mm. And what's amazing to me is how many children have said, I know that. Mm. I know, I've heard the flowers sing. Yeah. I sit with an oak tree. <gasps> I love foxes. They talk to me. Mm. So children have come back with the most amazing truths. Mm. And also Fifi, through her journey, um, what goes on with her in the story, um, finds that the healing power of flowers, which sing to her, help her recover from an event. And this changes the weaving life that she used to have forever. But it means that she inspires more and more creatures to start weaving with nature in the way that she does, to listen to nature's joyful songs in the way that she does, to stop and chat with a nearby tree, to sit amongst the tall summer grasses while they sing their happy summer songs and dance along to the tune of the red poppies in the field. So I do, again, express that I know poppies sing and dance to us if we take the time to tune into the frequency that they're playing at. And I write it there again as a nice story, but really I know it's all true. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, I think there are so many that, of us that do, um, certainly so many people that connect with me uh, expressing interest in the Flower Essence Diploma or just talking to me often start with words along the lines of, you know, when I was a little girl, I used to put rose petals in water. Yeah. And then when I grew up, I forgot. Yes, yes. And now, and you know, often these people are 40, 50, you know, that sort of age. Yeah. They're asking me to remember mm. how to do this. Mm. And you probably think I'm a bit stupid, don't you, saying this to you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I do it all the time. Yes, but there's, there's so many of us, and I think... It's lovely that you're doing this, Shelley, because even people who are in worlds are where they can't express this safely for whatever reason, yes, you know, it's just not the done thing, mm -hmm. it wakes up something in people's hearts and then they can go out into their gardens yes. or walk in nature and, and, and talk to the oak. That's right. Yes. Which you know sings, exactly. <laughs> exactly so mm -hmm. so again it's a way I'm just guided to extend the message of our own learning about flower essences about the wisdom that we know lives in nature and is there for us to engage with and and again the medicine the soul medicine that mm -hmm. humanity is calling out for with mm -hmm. things like depression and young people's issues being endemic in our society mm -hmm. If we can gather those people up, take them, it sounds, sounds overly simple, we gather those people up and take them into nature. Mm. Already people are finding so many of their life problems are solved by just spending time in nature. Mm. Because there's this amazing intelligence waiting there for us to talk to and engage with. And I hope to do that in these little ways. And you've got more stories lined up, haven't you? I certainly have many, many more. So mm. it will be coming through as the years roll on. 
So um, I'm going to invite you to share uh, where people can find out more. But before I do that, and I haven't, didn't, haven't actually warned you, I'm going to ask this. So apologies for sort of springing it on you. But if you had, if there are anybody listening to this, and I, I sincerely hope there are healers, therapists, or anybody really, you don't have to be a therapist or a healer at all, who knows that what you have shared with us today is true and somewhere deep inside has a yearning to start living that life and possibly enabling um, a stream of income to come from it. And basically what I mean by that is just the ability to have mm. enough, whatever mm. that means, to put food on the table, to drive the car, to go on mm. holiday, you know, to have that enoughness, but also live our purpose. What, now that you're doing that yourself, and knowing what you know, what what one thing would you say to encourage anybody who holds that dream? Just do it. I say I say that uh, to quote Yoda from Star Wars. In Star Wars Five, there is there is no no try. There is only do, and I use that as a motto for myself when I'm. My head kicks in and goes, well, should I? And will anybody want it? And is it really? I just, energy flows where attention goes. I bring all of my energy and my focus. If it's my passion, my belief, my knowing, uh, I do it. And I encourage others to take that step to um, put in place, find out. This, we live in a world that is is so connected through the internet, so many people out there can offer advice, support, start researching, just take the step and you will be amazed at how much support will come in when you take the step, support from the physical world and support from the world unseen. Nature is there to help us enormously and nature is so grateful for people who do step out there and speak as we speak on behalf of nature mm. with nature so i would say just do it <laughs> there is no do try there is only do that was extraordinary thank you shirley so Please, can you share with everybody how they can find out more about what you do, how they can buy your book, any of your essences, or just connect with you in any way that they wish? Yes, thank you, Sarah. I have, I have an unusual name, Shelley Sishton, so I, I will, you may put this up anyway, people on audio, but here's a little board, www.shellysishton.com, S H E. Double L E Y S I S H T O N dot com. Mm -hmm. And I also have for my essences the energy center dot com. www dot the hyphen energy hyphen center dot com. Mm -hmm. And the book can be found on both sites. And what's the name of your book again? The book is How the Fox Got Her Gloves. There you go, Fifi. Fifi the mm. Fox. Yes. Mm, lovely. Okay, well, thank you so much, Shelley. It's been a delight, as I knew it would be talking to you. I'm really pleased that 
everybody's going to get to find out more about what you do. Thank you. And thank you on behalf of nature for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you, Sarah. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.